Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. How to Ruin a Perfect Marriage Part 2 by T. Keep. Chapter 20 It was an embarrassing arrival at work the next day for Anna. The guilt was eating her alive and she was dreading walking into the office as she felt everyone would know she had been fucked by Jake the night before. But to her relief everything appeared normal. She was greeted in the same way as every morning by the receptionist and the rest of the staff seemed to be no different around her either. The odd one inquired if she was all right as her nerves got the better of her but she came to the conclusion they were only asking her out of concern about her separation from David. She made it into her office and finally breathed out. She wasn't sure how she would make it through the day. As she sat down behind her desk she replayed the events of last night back in her head. The fact that she'd allowed Jake to fuck her was a bitter pill to swallow but she could at least reconcile that to the fact she'd been seduced when drunk. But how could she allow him to fuck her a second time? She vaguely remembered asking him to leave but it must have been half-hearted. So why had she not made him leave? The guilt she felt last night returned with a vengeance as she tried to tell herself that she was only taking her revenge on David, as Kendra had told her too. But it was cold comfort. The emotional fallout was going to be hard to take. It was time to pull herself together. All her attention had to be on work for the next few hours. Maybe focusing on her problems with the project would help her clear her thoughts about her own problems later. It was lunchtime when Kendra came to her office and dragged Anna out for lunch. They went to their usual cafe and took a seat at their usual table. Kendra already knew what had transpired the previous night. Jake had already filled her in on all the gory details. She could barely control her glee but managed to keep a straight face. Are you okay, Anna? She asked. You seem a little distracted today. Anything happened last night? Anna shot her a look and Kendra saw her pupils dilate. Guilt was written all over her perfect face. Kendra snorted to herself. Little Miss Perfect wasn't so perfect after all. She was a cock-hungry slut like all the others. Something did happen, didn't it? Kendra tried to look shocked. Oh my god, you fucked Jake, didn't you? Her voice was almost a whisper by now. She smiled as she saw Anna squirm in embarrassment. Good for you, girl. That will show your husband he can't cheat on you and get away with it, she said loudly. Anna looked back at her work colleague in horror. SSSHHH, keep your voice down, Kendra. People will hear you. She looked around to see if anyone was nearby. Kendra leaned across the table. So was he, you know, was he hung like a horse? She cackled as she waited expectantly for Anna to respond. She needed Anna to come clean. So far she hadn't admitted to her infidelity yet. Maybe now she would. Come on, girlfriend, spill. Was he as good as they say he is? Anna remained tight-lipped. Something was unsettling her. Was Kendra just perhaps a little too eager to know what had happened? It was after all she who had gone on and on about getting even with David. He'd cheated there for you can too. I couldn't say. 
she replied with a finality that allowed for no more questioning. Anna's reluctance to concede that she had been fucked by Jake made Kendra begin to have doubts. Was Jake lying to her? Was he bragging about fucking Anna when in fact she'd blown him out the water? The shit. Typical man. All talk, no action. On her return from lunch she confronted him in a side office. You lying piece of shit. You've not fucked her at all. She spat out at him. Jake recoiled. Of course I have. He spat back. Anybody could say that, Jake. Kendra said sarcastically. Okay, I'll prove it to you. Jake replied. I'll fuck her tomorrow night after work. You just hide and then come and watch as I take her in our office. Chapter 21 The following day was dressed down Friday and whilst the vast majority of the office staff wore jeans and t-shirts, Anna arrived at work wearing a stunning light blue, floral-patterned summer dress. Although her cleavage was well covered that was more than could be said about her legs. The dress was short and being slightly flared revealed a lot of her curvaceous thighs as well as her shapely calves. And her black high-heeled shoes only served to accentuate the look. She looked sensational and Jake was having a difficult time trying to hide his raging heart on. He was so looking forward to tonight but there had been a certain tension between them all day so he wasn't hopeful that he could come up with a way to persuade her to stay after work. Jake! The sound of Anna's voice made him jump. She had been on the phone and his mind had wandered off to relive his exploits with her the night before last. Yes, boss, he said quickly pulling his thoughts back to the present. She was no longer on the phone. That was our client. They're not happy with part of the project. Sorry, but we're going to have to work again tonight to sort it out. Is that going to be a problem for you? No, not for me. Should I order Chinese again? He said with a smile. No, that won't be necessary. We won't be that long, she replied. Two hours after the office had closed and everyone else had gone home for the weekend, Anna finally called time, satisfied at last that the problem was now solved. Jake was sure Kendra must have gone home by now, but that wasn't going to deter him. He was still going to fuck Anna again tonight. He noticed Anna had kicked off her shoes. You look like you need one of the famous Ventura foot massages he said as he scooted his chair nearer. Anna began to say something but stopped as soon as Jake pressed his fingers into the soles of her feet. Oh God, that feels great, Jake, she sighed. I'd no idea my feet were so sore. Thank you. My honor, boss, Jake replied. He watched as Anna sank back into her office chair and closed her eyes. It wasn't long before she was making little noises of pleasure as he manipulated her feet and toes. Sensing that the time was right he began his move. His hands slid up over her ankles and higher onto her calves, kneading the flesh, caressing her skin. Oh Jake that's so good. Have you been trained to do this? She sighed. No, I think it's just that I instinctively know what a woman needs that's all. He replied with a self-satisfied smirk. He moved past her knee and onto her luscious thighs, his hands still massaging, still kneading, moving from one leg to the other giving them equal attention. Anna was enjoying his efforts. She sort of knew where Jake was heading but it wasn't a problem. She could call a halt to it at any time. But not yet. It was so good. She felt Jake's hands had gone to her knees but made no attempt to stop him as he lightly pushed them apart. 
No, Jake, she sighed softly. You can't. SSSHHH, relax, Anna, I won't hurt you. Just a little while longer. Jake spoke quietly as he carried on, pushing his fingers down onto her inner thighs. Her legs opened wider. His heart was beating wildly as he stretched out his fingers. He could feel the heat emanating from her pussy. Just a little bit further, just a little bit. Oh. Anna sighed deeply, her breathing erratic as she felt Jake's fingers touch her mound. She instinctively began to grind her hips down into her chair. Oh, fuck. She sighed again as Jake began to trace his fingers around the outline of her pussy lips, pressing against the lacy fabric of her wet panties. No, we can't. She gasped. The other night was a mistake, a one-off. It can't happen again. Jake continued to press higher up her leg. Oh, fuck, no. Jake, please, no. Jake pushed against her mound harder knowing that it was too late for Anna to push him away now. It wouldn't be long before he had her impaled on the end of his cock. If only Kendra was still around to watch it. He grinned to himself as he stood and pulled Anna up with him. He enveloped her in his arms keeping his hand in place, lodged firmly up against her dripping wet pussy, his fingers working overtime as she leaned forward so that her lips just brushed against his. All he could see now were her lips. Her soft red, inviting lips. Lips that were pleading to be kissed. Her mouth was parted and her breathing was little more than small gasps for air. Against all of her wishes Anna's wild side had come bursting to the fore. She had no idea how or why but she suddenly felt unable to resist the surge of lust that seemed to be coursing freely through her body. The smell of her perfume and the feel of her body against him, the sensation as she pushed her breasts into his chest was almost too much for Jake to take. He too felt a surge of desire rush unfettered through his body. Taking hold of her face in his hands he held her for a moment before slowly moving his lips to hers. He paused briefly before the kiss. It was light and it was tender, and then it was hard and passionate. She moaned as he ground his lips against hers. Her mouth was open and he thrust in his tongue where it engaged with hers, twisting and turning as they fought against each other for supremacy. Her hands went down to his crotch and she rubbed his turgid heart on. She could feel it throbbing and pulsating under her touch. In return his hands went to her breasts. He ran his fingers over them lightly. Feeling her nipples were already hard and erect but still they seemed to grow bigger as he manipulated them through her skimpy bra. Anna began to moan as he groped and fondled her breasts. She was liking what he was doing to her. She urgently pulled at the belt on his jeans. With that unfastened she lowered the zip and her hands slipped inside. Her stomach flipped over as she touched his cock. It was so hot and she could actually feel it throbbing. Her heart was now pounding fit to burst inside her chest. She was breathing hard as she allowed Jake to unzip her dress lowering it down her legs to pool on the floor. She shook her hair and looked nervously into Jake's face. He was looking at her breasts. Her skimpy bra was merely an item of clothing for keeping them in place. It certainly did nothing to hide her twin assets or her burgeoning nipples. His hands closed around them and he gave them both a loving squeeze. Anna couldn't help herself. She groaned long and deep. Jake repeated his action with a bit more pressure. Anna groaned loudly. She could feel her juices flowing below, seeping out of her pussy, staining and drenching her already soggy, 
skimpy panties. Jake leaned forward and kissed her with passion. Their mouths moved in unison, their lips grinding together, as they deep-throated each other, as they submitted to their heady mix of arousal and desire. A flash of guilt caused Anna to stop for a moment. She was about to cheat on her husband again, something she said she would never, ever do. But it was him that had cheated on her first, with that stripper. She'd seen the photos so this was payback time. Again. Her guilt was gone in an instant as she felt her brow released and Jake's mouth fastened onto her erect nipple. He sucked and her head went back. Her eyes closed. Oh yeah, oh god Jake, how did you know? She breathed huskily. Mmm, mm, yeah, just like that. Jake was swirling his tongue around her swollen nub of delight, teasing it and catching it between his teeth, nibbling on it. He could feel it growing ever larger. Anna gasped and her whole body began to twitch. Jake had found her new number one erogenous zone. It was now the one area guaranteed to get her motor running. He moved over to her other nipple, determined to give it equal attention. She moaned loudly and shoved her hand further inside his trousers, now seemingly desperate in her search for his bell end, hoping to be able to drag his cock free. For some reason she couldn't fathom she had an overwhelming need to see it, and feel it in her small and dainty hand. It Jake was taken by surprise with her now seemingly wanton behavior. He didn't show it. He stepped back a pace, reluctantly releasing her breasts from his hands. She moaned in disappointment, but then licked her lips when she saw him lowering his jeans. She saw the obscene bulge as his briefs came into view and her eyes widened. She swallowed hard as he slowly and tantalizingly tugged his briefs down his legs. Oh my God! Anna couldn't believe what she was looking at. Drunk it had looked big, now she was sober it looked enormous. Jake's manhood swung free, jutting alarmingly out from between his legs. Curving slightly upwards it was obscenely thick with large veins clearly visible, pumping blood to the bulbous head of his enormous shaft. Oh my god! She repeated in awe. She'd no idea anyone could have a cock as big as that. She swallowed hard again. Jake saw her reaction and was smugly satisfied. So what if he wasn't the best-looking bloke in the world? So what if he was shallow and treated women as nothing more than objects on which to satiate his lust? He knew he had what women wanted. And he knew how to use IT. IT was almost in slow motion that Jake took Anna's hand and put it on his shaft. She jumped at her initial touch feeling the blood pumping along the prominent veins yet instinctively she tried to close her hand around it. It was impossible. It was far too thick. She licked her lips several times as she tried to come to terms to how big Jake's cock was in comparison to her husband's. Her husband. Her stomach flipped over again. She was going to cheat on him. The terrible thought of what she was about to do again pushed its way inside her head. But then she felt an emptiness— and a profound sadness at what David's cheating had led to. He turned her happy world upside down. He cheated on her so this was payback time. Kendra had said it was her right so it was, wasn't it? Jake moved forward. Her hand was trapped between their bodies, her fingers still vainly trying to encircle Jake's cock. He kissed her and fanned the flames of passion once more. She kissed him back. If she was going to end this, that chance had now slipped away. Jake slipped her panties down her slender legs, struggling to clear her pert backside and leaving a trail of her copious juices smeared down her legs. 
Anna staggered back in her high heel shoes as Jake quickly maneuvered her towards the desk. She felt her legs bump up against the edge and automatically hitched herself up onto the desktop, scattering paper and pens and gasping as her bare flesh made contact with the cold wood. Jake bent to his task and finally removed his jeans and briefs. He took in her naked form in front of him, excited to see how sexy she looked, bare-legged but wearing her high heels. Plus he liked the height they gave her. That would come in handy later. As Jake removed his shirt he scanned her body with his eyes. Now naked he was drawn to her pussy. She was already gushing. He could see a wet spot on her desk. He bent down and taking a leg in each hand ran his fingers from her ankles all the way up to the top of her thighs. Gently at first he repeated the action, taking time to massage her calves and curvaceous thighs. Each caress made Anna shudder especially as he got nearer and nearer to his prize. The feeling intensified as she waited expectantly for his final touch. She could feel her pussy was throbbing with desire. Jake was a master of his art. He could see Anna was completely in his control. There was no way back for her now. She was his. He spread her legs wide and brought his mouth to her pussy. Oh me good. Anna exploded immediately, her whole body shaking as he gave her a long, slow, languid lick from her puckered little bud of an asshole right up to her clit. He teased her for a while, flicking his tongue repeatedly across her clit until he sensed the hood was ready to burst open. She tasted so good, her aroma was intoxicating and he loved the way she was responding. But as good as he was at eating pussy he needed to get his cock inside her again as soon as possible. Anna had never felt this way before. What Jake was doing to her with his mouth and his tongue, what he was making her feel, oh fuck, she shuddered as Jake bit down on her clit. She squirmed on top of the desk. God, but it was good. Jake certainly knew what he was doing but then of course he would. Kendra had said he was a pussy hound. Unlike David who had never really liked to go down on her so seldom did. He usually had to be drunk before she could persuade him to. But there had been no such problem with Jake. He'd gone straight there. Oh my god. She moaned as Jake yet again bit down on her clit. She could feel something building inside her body. It was a feeling she was not familiar with. Oblivious to the thoughts swirling about inside Anna's head, Jake stood up and stroked his cock a few times, continuing to finger her pussy whilst he did. Her eyes were tightly closed and her body was twitching as he let his fingertips slide across her wet gash and play with her clit. He was pleased to see her reactions and was liking the way her whole body was now squirming about on top of the desk. His eyes feasted on her body. He was so excited. God, but she was gorgeous. He felt an enormous rush of exultation that he was seconds away from sinking his big fat cock inside the most beautiful woman in town for a third time. The one woman who until recently had seemed unobtainable. And this time she wasn't drunk. He took hold of his throbbing shaft and rubbed it roughly into her pussy. She was very wet.as he moved between her thighs, spreading her legs wide. Anna looked into his eyes. She licked her lips, expectantly nervously. She could feel her heart hammering inside her chest. Jake leaned forward and grabbed hold of the back of her head with his left hand. He brought her face to his and kissed her hard on her lips. She responded as his tongue forced its way inside her mouth. She gripped the edge of the desk tighter, 
gasping as his right hand returned once more to her left breast roughly pulling and twisting at her now engorged nipple. She could feel his cock was now nudging against her pussy lips as he snuggled in closer. And then it was pressing more forcibly against her, seeking entry. No, no, please, Jake. She whimpered softly. No, no, we can't. I can't, please. Jake's hips twitched, and she felt the head of his cock push through her outer pussy lips. She felt so stretched. It was painful but curiously in a good way. Her pussy lips embraced the intrusion, closing around the head as her wet cunt again accepted his cock. No, no, please, no. She whimpered quietly. Please, Jake, don't please. Jake eased forward. He was jubilant. He was once more sinking his dick into the most beautiful woman in town. The woman with arguably the best body in town. He was again nailing Anna Hutchison. No, 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 no. Anna gabbled out the words at a rapid rate, gasping for breath as she felt Jake sink his thick cock deeper into her. She had never felt like this before. How could something so primeval and painful feel so good? She grabbed hold of his arms, sinking her fingers into his strong biceps trying initially, she thought, to push him away but actually only pulling him in closer. Her mouth was hanging open, her eyes open wide and displaying the fact that her face was twisted in a look of fear from the initial pain of his entry. Oh my, oh my god, oh my god. Anna moaned as Jake pushed forward. Oh god, so full, so big, too big. Jake held it there. He waited for her to adapt to his size. He wanted her to know what it was like to be again stretched by a big cock. And when she finally recovered from the initial shock of his entry, then he was going to show her what it was like to be fucked by an expert. He bent in and kissed her as he finally forced the final bit his fat length inside her. She struggled to kiss him back at first, her mind still on the fact she had an enormous cock inside her pussy. A cock that didn't belong to her husband. Jake drew back causing Anna to moan, before he slid fully inside her once more. He repeated this, slowly at first before settling into his task. He had a number of ways to fuck his women. As well as his shake and vac routine he had one which was based on a favorite tune he played over in his head, his strokes mirroring the beat of the song. It was a fast-moving piece with rising crescendos of sound followed by short periods of soft lullabies. He found it perfect, giving him the right amount of hard-thrusting opportunities coupled with periods when he could just slowly grind himself against them. It certainly worked well for him and he never heard of any complaints about his expertise in bed, and now Anna was the latest beneficiary to experience that skill. And she was loving it. Overcoming the initial shock and pain of Jake's size, her pussy had soon adapted and she was now finding out what being fucked by a well-hung man was all about. By now she was on her back, sprawled across her desk, her phone and laptop computer pushed to one side whilst papers lay scattered on the floor. Her hands had a firm grip of the edge of the desk, her knuckles white with the exertion of holding on as Jake fucked her remorselessly. Her legs were cradled in his arms as she came to her first orgasm. It built from deep within, to rise through her body, a pulsating rush of euphoria that manifested itself in a cry of absolute ecstasy. Her whole body shuddered as the aftershocks ripped through her. Painful at first, but finally subsiding into mere ripples of joy. Oh, fuck! She exhaled as she came down from her high. That was unbelievable!
In a way she was glad it was over. Jake smiled as he leaned down to kiss her, his cock still firmly embedded deep inside. She could feel it against the back of her ravaged pussy. Still hard and still engorged, he pulled himself free, taking a momentary delight in the slurping, sucking sound his cock made as it came free from her clingy pussy lips before taking her hand and pulling her up after him. He twizzled her around and bent her over her desk. No. I can't, Jake. She said breathlessly. I thought it was over. I need to go home. I need to go get my baby. Later, you can go home when I've finished with you. He said firmly as he lined himself up with her still dripping wet gash and thrust forward to impale her on his shaft once more. Arf! She screamed loudly as he forcefully took her doggy style, repeatedly ramming his cock deep inside her. She came quickly to her second orgasm, twitching and moaning on the end of his throbbing shaft. Jake was loving it. His hands had a firm hold on her slender hips as he repeatedly forced his hard cock deeper inside Anna's delightful pussy. And he was particularly liking the way his cock disappeared between her ass cheeks. He nudged her legs wider apart and made her dip lower. Her breasts were swinging in time to his thrusts as he continued to fuck her. Anna was now making unintelligible grunting noises as Jake hammered into her, squealing every now and again as Jake squeezed her breasts and nipped at her rock-hard nipples. She had no thoughts of her baby girl swirling around in her head nor did she have any thoughts about her infidelity. She only had room to think about the way Jake was making her feel as he fucked her to another mind-blowing orgasm. She felt her knees buckle as the initial shock ripped through her body. Having seen more than enough, Kendra left her hiding place and quietly made her way unseen out of the office. She smiled to herself as she put away her cell phone. The video evidence of Anna's infidelity was a nice bonus that she could possibly make use of. Chapter 22 After Anna kicked him out of their home, a quick phone call to his friend Craig was all that was needed to get David a bed for the night. When David finally arrived Craig was stunned to see how devastated he was and told him he was welcome to stay as long as he wanted. Due to the lateness of the hour it wasn't until the following evening that they got chance to talk properly. And for the next hour David unburdened himself on Craig. It was painful stuff to hear. Craig was immensely sympathetic until David began to talk about Alexia and her relentless pursuit of him. Alexia, so that's her real name? Craig blurted out. He saw the querying look on David's face. Oh, it's just that I know her by her professional name, that's all. What do you mean, professional name? Candy Allure. Very exotic for a stripper, don't you think? What, she's a stripper? David exploded. How do you know this? Because I've watched her perform, that's how. I thought you knew. Craig saw that David wanted more. Well, you know my company does a lot of corporate entertaining and there's one particular group from Japan who like to go to strip clubs whenever they're here. And I've been forced to go with them which is several times as it happens. The Japanese do seem to have a taste for the exotic dancers. So when did you know that was her? David asked. As soon as I saw her. I told Chris who she was and I just assumed you already knew. I had no idea she was a stripper. I only knew her from the gym. David said as he sat and pondered on that information for a while. You know what, thinking about it she first came onto me at the gym shortly after Anna started her new job. 
Everything bad that's happened has been since then. I don't understand it. Why me? Why would a stripper be interested in me? Beats the hell out of me too, Craig replied with a smile. You're not the sort of guy I suspect she would normally go for. You're well off, good looking, and married, David interrupted. There's something not right about all this. I think I need to go and see Ms. Allure and you're coming with me. What now? Yes, now. A couple of hours later and having watched three other dancers wiggle and grind to the music, Candy Allure was announced on stage. David recognized her as Alexia immediately. He suffered through her routine. There was no denying she was good at it, and then waited until she disappeared backstage. With Craig as his wingman he made his way there unnoticed. Hello Alexia, or should I say Candy? He spat the last word out as the suddenness of their intrusion into her dressing room made Alexia jump. She soon recovered her poise, although she did have the good grace to look embarrassed. Oh, David, she replied. Nice to see you again. What brings you here? She tried to force out a smile, but it looked more like a grimace. I've come for answers, Alexia. Since I met you my life and by all accounts, my marriage have gone to hell. Everything I hold dear is being taken away from me. And my gut's telling me, you're a big part of it. So I want you to tell me just what the hell is going on. He hadn't realized his voice was rising in anger until Craig poked his head around the door and told him to keep it down a bit. I, I don't know what to say, she replied. What about the truth, that's usually helps. He grabbed a chair and sat down opposite her, trapping her in her seat up against the dresser. Look, I'm sorry, I truly am. You're a really nice guy and in a way I wish I could have met you under different circumstances. And in a different life, she added sadly. She shrugged her shoulders as if to say she was what she was. I was paid to get close to you, to try and seduce you. I had no idea you would be so faithful to your wife. She smiled when she said that but it faded instantly when she saw David didn't share her feelings. She saw his jaw clenching and unclenching. Anyway, she continued, Like I said after all my attempts failed at the gym, you were set up at the nightclub. No, your friends didn't know anything about it, she added when she saw the thought clearly cross his mind. I've seen him here before though. She nodded across at Craig who was now stood in the doorway. He comes here a lot with some Japanese people although I don't know him. So you say you were paid, but who was it? Who paid you and why? Some chick called Kendra. Gee, she's a hard-faced bitch. But she paid me well. Look for what it's worth, I'm sorry. Really, I am. I had no idea at how much sorrow I was going to cause. Kendra told me she wanted to bring down her cheating ex-boyfriend. She said he really deserved it. But I realize now that was a lie. That couldn't have been you. You're far too nice a guy to ever have been with her. Sorry, did you say Kendra? Did she ever give you her last name? David felt his stomach clench. No, it couldn't possibly be her, could it? Dean, I think. She paused for a moment. Yeah, Dean, definitely. Kendra Dean. Like I say, she was a real hard ass. I wouldn't like to cross her. She's evil. The name hit him like a hammer blow. Craig turned to stare at him as soon as the name was uttered. Kendra fucking. Dean. Are you kidding me? Craig almost shouted the words out, 
David just sat there shaking his head in dismay. Kendra Dean, after all this time. But why now? Why after all these years had passed? What could possibly have given her any reason to carry out such a convoluted and damaging act? We have to go, he said as he stood up. Thanks Alexia for your candor but please don't ever try to see me again. He stormed out of the club, Craig trailing in his wake with the voice of Alexia calling out how sorry she was to him as he left. Chapter 23 His head still reeling from the shock of Alexia's confession, David drove to their home, dropping Craig off on the way. He found the house in darkness. Anna wasn't there, and he assumed that she had gone to her parents' home to pick up Sophie. He deliberated about whether he should go to their house or wait here for Anna but then decided to leave it until the following morning. His anger was still raw and he didn't want his daughter to see him like that dot he slept badly, visions of Kendra haunting his dreams. The following day was Saturday, and he arrived at his home bright and early. He knew Anna and Sophie would be up because he'd arranged to pick Sophie up to take her away for the weekend. He desperately wanted to talk to Anna about Kendra, but the excitement of seeing her daddy was too much for Sophie, and she dominated his time, all clingy and weepy, and leaving him barely enough time to say hello to his wife let alone have a gut-wrenching discussion about their plight. For her part she seemed a bit distant, cold even. With an ache in his stomach it was a reluctant David that finally left with his daughter leaving Anna alone in the house. Chapter 24 Anna sat at her kitchen table, every now and again taking a sip from her mug of coffee. It had been painful to see David. How had their seemingly happy, perfect life descended so rapidly to this? In spite of everything she knew, she loved him and missed him being there. He'd come to pick up Sophie. She was spending the weekend with him, and his parents at their cabin by the lake. Anna didn't begrudge him the time with their daughter but she felt profoundly sad. She was going to miss her little girl but she was also going to miss the closeness of the trip to the cabin. It had been planned weeks ago as a family event, one she had been looking forward to. Damn David! It was all his fault that she'd given him the cold shoulder when he arrived. It was either that or a full-blown argument and a shouting match in front of their daughter wasn't what she wanted. Sophie couldn't understand what was going on. She was too young but she knew something wasn't right by the way she clung to David as if her life depended on it. The sound of the doorbell ringing shook Anna out of her reverie. Giving a deep sigh she slid off the kitchen stool and went to the door. Jake, what are you doing here? He was the last person she expected to see when she opened the door. Jake could see that Anna was upset. Her eyes were full of tears. But the haunted look of her misery just served to make her even more beautiful. But enough of that. Her sadness just made her more vulnerable. He scanned her body. She was wearing a pair of patterned leggings that molded themselves to her lower body. Her curvy thighs never looked better and her ass never looked plumper. He felt a stirring in his groin. Her t-shirt was just tight-fitting enough to adequately showcase her lovely tits quite nicely. So what are you doing here? She repeated. Jake dragged his eyes from her boobs and looked into her blue eyes. God, but her eyes were big. He felt his cock throb. How could she look so goddamn sexy even when she was so obviously upset? Jake, are you okay? He couldn't take his eyes off her lips now, besotted with watching the way they moved as she formed her words. 
All he could think about was first kissing those perfect lips and then getting her to put them around his massive heart on. His cock was throbbing fit to burst now. And if she glanced down she would clearly see that he was tenting his shorts. Erm, no. I mean yes, I'm fine. I erm. I came to see if you were okay. I remembered you said you wouldn't have Sophie this weekend, so I wondered if you wanted to go out somewhere. You know, take your mind off things. Oh, thanks Jake, that's so considerate. Anna was suitably impressed. Maybe she had been wrong about him. But I'm not sure I can be bothered. I don't think I would be very good company today. She was hoping he would now go and there was an awkward pregnant pause before she weakened. She was just too nice a person not to offer any hospitality and besides, Jake had made a special trip to see if she was all right. Can I get you a coffee? That would be good, Jake replied with a smile. He followed her into the house admiring the look of her pert backside and her curvy legs and the sway of her hips. It was then he realized she was wearing high heels. What the fuck? His cock throbbed some more. Anna handed him a cup of coffee and sat down on her kitchen stool. Jake took the one next to her and turned to face her. She looked away. She was understandably nervous. The man with whom she'd recently been intimate with, causing her to cheat on her marriage vows was once more in her home. Jake put his hand on her knee. Are you okay because you don't look it? I'm fine, she replied in a tremulous whisper. She choked back a sob as a tear trickled down her cheek. Jake leaned forward and tenderly wiped it away with a thumb. He could feel Anna trembling as his touch became a caress of her face. Her eyes seemed impossibly bigger as he gazed into them. He could feel a flash of desire pulse through his body. His other hand came up and he cupped her face. He leaned forward and brushed his lips softly against hers. She sort of half-kissed him back and then lowered her head away. Jake, no. I can't. Jake pulled her to him again, his lips engaging with hers, cutting off her words of protestations. She tried to pull away but Jake sensed it was a half-hearted attempt. He kept his lips to hers, not forcibly, still just brushing against them. He broke the kiss momentarily. I'm here for you Anna, I won't let you down. He pulled her face closer once more. His kiss was harder now and this time she returned it with equal intensity. Her lips were pressed firmer to his but her arms were still resting in her lap. She wasn't fully engaged but Jake knew it was only a matter of time. He was patient. He didn't need to force anything. It would be worth it in the end. Holding her head in place with one hand he slid the other down onto her knee. She didn't resist at first as he moved it up along her thigh. She broke the kiss quickly, catching Jake by surprise, grabbing hold of his hand to stop him. No, Jake, I don't want you to do that. She looked at him hoping that he would behave himself. Okay. Jake smiled that he kissed her again, and she let him. She didn't know why. But Jake did. It was still only a matter of time. Climbing off his stool, he moved forward, her legs parting to allow him in between them. Jake, no, please. He knew her pleas were half-hearted and pressed and closer to coil his arms around her slender waist. His lips were moving with more urgency now as he kissed her deeper. His tongue pressed at her lips, which opened immediately, her tongue instantly engaging with his. The passion of their kissing intensified and he pulled her even tighter against his body. 
Her breasts were crushed into his chest, and he knew that his massive cock would be nudging against the top of her thighs that he deepened the kiss, their lips mashing together violently as they devoured each other. They were enveloped in each other's arms, their heads tilted to one side as they kissed and kissed each other with a growing sense of passion until finally he heard it. The sigh. Anna let out an enormous deep-seated sigh of desire. He felt her whole body's resonance change. His hands left her waist and closed immediately around her breasts. He gave them a loving squeeze. Not too forceful but enough to feel her nipples respond. Anna sighed and pressed her body more firmly into Jake's. He could feel her body responding even more now. She was beginning to squirm on her stool. He continued to fondle her breasts, feeling her nipples becoming even more erect and rigid. He broke the kiss and pulled away but continued to fondle and grope her boobs. It seemed to take Anna a while to realize that Jake was no longer kissing her. Her eyes were hooded when she opened them. No, Jake, please don't. Anna's words did not sound convincing. Jake smiled at her and continued to grope and massage her breasts. She made a half-hearted attempt to shrug him off. Jake, no. Jake smiled as he tugged her t-shirt free and lifted it off over her head. She made a token show of resistance but he could tell she wanted him. She was wearing a nice white lacy brow. The cut was just good enough to show her cleavage and a tempting amount of flesh was nicely displayed. Jake went behind her back and with one hand deftly slipped the hooks. Her bra fell forward but caught on the ends of her large, rock-hard nipples. He lowered the straps from her shoulders and carelessly tossed her bra aside. Jake, no, what? Anna responded, her words choked off as he bent his head and took a nipple into his mouth and devoured it. He sucked and licked and bit down on it. He worked on it for a while before moving across to the other one. Anna was in heaven. The feeling was exquisite. David! The guilt hit her again but was gone in an instant as Jake rammed his hand up to the top of her thighs, his fingers sinking into the mushy wetness that was her mound. He pulled at her leggings, desperate to get them down her legs. She struggled up off her stool to help him, kicking off her heels, all thoughts of denying him now gone. Finally, she stood before him, naked apart from a pair of white lacy panties. Jake took his time looking at her perfect body. She truly was flawless. Perfectly sized, symmetrical beasts that had no hint of sag stood high and firm from her chest. Her large pink nipples, now almost crimson from Jake's sucking, were rock hard and centered in two perfectly sized lighter pink Oreos. Her slender waist gave way to perfect hips and a fine, tight, pert bottom. Her curvaceous thighs led to shapely calves and onto slender ankles that finished with her perfectly shaped feet. She was undeniably sex on legs. He dragged his eyes away from her body to look at her face. There was no doubt that she was beautiful. Her long wavy blonde hair with its center parting hung down to end between her shoulder blades. It framed a perfect oval-shaped face with fairly high cheekbones. Perfectly formed and arched eyebrows topped her incredibly large blue eyes. Her lips were red in the perfect shape and size. He loved kissing them and it wouldn't be long before he had them wrapped around his cock. She shuffled nervously from foot to foot, her embarrassment growing as Jake inspected her. He had aroused her. She could feel the wetness between her legs and was sure she had felt some of her juices slide down onto her thigh. And she knew Jake wanted her. She could see the outline of his massive cock through his shorts. God, but you're beautiful.
Jake finally spoke. Anna felt herself blushing. Her blue's eyes twinkled as she smiled coyly back. Put your heels back on, Jake said much to her surprise. She slid her feet into her high heels and for some reason felt immediately empowered. She knew she now had a hold on Jake by this one simple act. Maybe it was the elevation. Jake moved forward and roughly took hold of her hand. Come with me. He led her upstairs and straight into the master bedroom. Anna gave no thought to the fact she was going to cheat on her husband in their matrimonial bed. He sat her down on the edge of the bed and stood between her thighs. He pulled down his shorts and his cock swung into view. It was stiff and ramrod straight and pointing directly at her mouth. She looked up into his eyes. You want me to suck it? She asked in shock. Jake grinned. Oh yeah. He replied that he thrust his hips forward causing his cock to dance before her face before she reluctantly took hold of his shaft in her small dainty hand. Slowly she pulled it towards her lips parting them to accept his throbbing hardness inside her mouth. As her lips closed around the bulbous head of his cock, Jake's head went back and his eyes closed. Oh yeah, just like that baby, he groaned. She fed more of his shaft inside her mouth, whilst working it up and down with her hand. She removed her hand and placing them both on his thighs took him deeper, gagging on his sighs. Jake looked down as she looked up. The sight of her stunning blue eyes looking up into his face and the view of her ruby-red pouty lips wrapped around his hardness almost made him come on the spot. It was a vision he wished he could have saved for all time. God, you've never looked more beautiful. He croaked as she took more of his shaft inside her mouth. Her tongue swirled around his head as she took him deeper before gagging again she pulled his cock free. He bent forward and pushed her down to lie flat on her back on top of the bed. As she hitched herself back to give him room, Jake clambered up to lie between her legs. He spread them wide and dived straight in, his tongue engaging with her sopping wetness. He licked and slurked and chomped on her pussy lips whilst she writhed and tossed and moaned. Her legs closed around his neck as she pulled him in tighter dot on and on he went, teasing her with his lips, lashing her with his tongue, sucking her with his mouth as she groaned and sighed and finally came. Her back arched as her whole body tensed and then the climax shuddered through her before she collapsed back into the bedding, breathing hard as the aftershocks rippled through, each one lighter than the one before. Removing her legs from the near-death grip she had on his neck, Jake sat up. He looked down at Anna. Her face was radiant as she glowed in her post-orgasmic bliss. Taking hold of his throbbing cock he moved towards her wet gash and pushed forward. Jake! No! Anna's eyes opened wide at the shock of his sudden thrust forward. Oh, fuck. She moaned as his cock eased effortlessly inside. Jake reveled in the feeling of his thick shaft entering her tight pussy once again. She was well lubricated but it was still a struggle to force himself inside. He flexed his hips and drove all the way in and paused. Anna's eyes were scrunched closed as she fought to adapt to the size of his entry. And then he was off. Slowly at first easing out and then back in, momentum building, speed increasing until he was hammering his cock into her, pounding her into submission, her loud groans and moans only serving to inflame his desire to fuck her as hard as he could. Her legs closed around his waist as she pulled him down to kiss her. A messy sloppy kiss, their lips barely making contact as Jake relentlessly fucked her. She came again, 
a guttural moan signaling her orgasm as her hips twitched and her back arched. Jake carried on, slowing at first to let her ride through her climax before he took her legs and propped them on his shoulders. The new angle of attack sent Anna wild. Oh. Jake knew. She moaned as she felt his cock sink even deeper inside her. Oh, fuck, no. Jake bent her legs back towards her face and went deeper. She was screaming when she came again. Jake went to pull free but felt Anna's pussy tighten around his shaft. The effect was incredible. He came, a torrent of spunk gushing out the end of his cock just as he pulled out. It splattered onto Anna's thighs and belly, hanging in great globs from her body before sliding down to pool beneath her and soak into the bedsheets. Fuck me, he exclaimed in shock. That's a first. I've never had that happen before. He collapsed beside Anna and turning on his side looked at her to see her laying quietly staring up at the ceiling. His arm went out and curled across her lower belly. You okay? He asked softly. No. She whispered tremulously. Jake, we can't keep doing this. It's wrong. I love my husband. Jake sat up on one elbow and took hold of her hand. Anna, you can't deny that you have enjoyed having sex with me. I know you have because of the way you've responded. And remember, the reason we are having sex is because your husband cheated on you. This is your right. It's payback for his infidelity. Anna turned her head to look at Jake. I guess you're right, she said sadly. But still, Anna, it's just sex, Jake said. He let go of her hand, leaving it resting on his thigh as he bent down and closed his hand around one of her succulent breasts. He fondled it softly, gently rolling it around her flesh, rubbing his fingertips against her nipple. Jake, no, Anna said. Jake cut her off by lowering his face to softly brush his lips across hers. She responded when he pressed firmer, returning his kiss, which steadily deepened the longer their mouths were locked together, and as their kisses grew heavier so Jake's gentle fondling turned to groping. His hand now pulling at her nipple, dragging her breast out away from her body, his fingers and thumb now nipping and tugging at her rapidly hardening nubs. Anna was lost. She knew she shouldn't be letting this happen. It was so wrong but she felt the unwanted burning desire deep within her soul that was just screaming at her to let go. She felt something moving against her hand, pushing at her, nudging her to react. Her hand closed around Jake's rapidly swelling hard on. She squeezed it hard eliciting a groan of pleasure from him. Jake moved over her, spreading her legs apart as his rock-hard cock nudged against her pussy. He moved up and pushed in. One fluid movement— and he was buried balls deep inside her red-hot tunnel of lust. She dragged his face to hers and kissed him hard as he rocked back and forth sending her into a frenzy. She came quickly. Her long-repressed wild side was fully in control of her body and instincts, blocking out all attempts from her brain to reconfirm her fidelity. Jake oblivious to her inner turmoil rolled her onto her front. He propped himself over her, running his hands along her curvaceous calves up to her shapely thighs and onto her peachy round ass. He massaged her flesh, delighting in the feel of her smooth soft skin beneath his hands, luxuriating in the feel of her firm flesh so delightfully sculpted into the nicest-looking legs he'd ever had the privilege to see. No sign of cellulite, no flabbiness, just sheer perfection. He stroked his cock with one hand whilst his other worked its way in between her ass cheeks to find her dripping wet gash.
He lowered himself down and pushed forward, grinning inanely to himself as he watched his cock head disappear between her cheeks. And then he was in. Anna gasped at the entry, her head dropping into the bedsheets. She moaned as he eased forward, thrusting more of his shaft inside her. She groaned loudly as Jake slowly and deliberately drew nearly all the way out before sliding back inside. He repeated the action for a few minutes giving Anna long, slow and deep insertions, each one eliciting a low moan of delight. Lift your ass up, Anna. The sound of Jake's voice startled her for a second, she was so completely lost in the rhythmic sensation that he was putting her through. She scrambled to her knees, sticking her ass up towards him as she closed her arms around a pillow. She grasped it to her chest as her face contorted with a sudden pain as Jake again entered her from behind. This new angle was so different. Oh, 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 she moaned repeatedly. Jake was still slow and deliberate but each push forward was long and hard causing Anna to softly gasp out loud that he fucked her like that for what to Anna seemed like forever before she felt the now familiar tingle starting to build way down inside of her. Her orgasm was coming and yet Jake was still not fucking her hard. It was still painfully slow, but oh so good, it was here. She braced herself for the explosion she knew was coming. Now, now she screamed to herself but then she felt it subside and she realized that Jake had stopped. He was teasing her, bringing her to the brink and then holding her back. He resumed his rhythmic action. Oh, fuck. She moaned as she felt her orgasm about to crest. And then it was gone again. Jake had brought her to the peak and the stopped just short. Jake, please fuck me, make me come. She pleaded as she looked back at him over her shoulder. Jake grinned his reply. He was ecstatic. She really was his now. He controlled her. He owned her body. She was his to do with as he pleased. She was begging for it. And she was now proving to be as good a fuck as he'd always hoped for. He increased his tempo. He wanted to come as well. He began to thrust forward, driving Anna bodily down into the bed, watching her ass cheeks shudder with every slap of his body against her. Her cries of ecstasy grew ever louder as he fucked her into infinity and beyond. Oh, your kick. Anna screamed as she thrust her hips back to meet him. Please, Jake. She pleaded. She just had to come this time. Jake felt the pressure as she clamped her pussy muscles around his cock. It was a vice-like grip and pushed him over the edge. As she came to her shattering climax, he too came shuddering and shaking to his end. Hot floods of cum gushed out the end of his cock, this time spewing forth deep into the depths of her pussy, coating her insides, a seemingly never-ending stream of spunk, before he subsided with just a few little squirts to finish off the unloading of a full deposit that he was exhausted. He rolled off and looked across at her. She was still on her knees, her ass stuck up in the air, not moving but gasping greedily for breath, come dripping out of her ravaged pussy to land on the bedsheets below. Chapter 25 Having dropped Sophie off with his parents who appeared to be as excited as she was about the weekend away, the urge to go see Anna was proving too hard to resist for David. After some time spent deliberating he decided that he just had to see her and talk to her. The problem was that by the time he'd reached that conclusion they were already halfway to the cabin by the lake. 
Luckily, he'd had the foresight to take his own car, and Sophie was already safely strapped up inside his parents' vehicle, so at their next rest stop he told them he had forgotten something and had to go back. He guessed they knew he was lying but was thankful they didn't pry further. The drive home took him some time, but it gave him the chance to ruminate on what he was going to say to Anna when he saw her. He arrived just in time to see Anna come out of their home. For some reason he stayed where he was and then watched from across the street as Anna climbed into her car. And for the first time in a long time he looked at his wife from a different perspective. There was no doubting the fact that she looked good. His brief interaction. He refused to call it a dalliance. With Alexia had certainly opened his eyes to the sexual allure that a woman can hold over a man. It had also shown him firsthand how men can perceive them as objects of desire, as he clearly had with Alexia. How could he have been so blind not to see it before? He had been so taken up by Anna's inner beauty that he had taken his eye off her physical assets. It had never crossed his mind that the clothes Anna wore quite happily every day would send some men off into raptures of sexual frenzy and lust. The tight short dresses that showed off her fabulously fit, toned body with her sculpted legs, pert ass and nice full breasts. Her propensity to wearing high heels all the time. The sensuous sway of her hips, the jiggle and bounce of her breasts. All of this was on display to other men, and whilst he knew the clothes were not bought and worn for any other reason than she felt good in them and liked to be fashionable he now realized that fact would not be one shared by everyone else. And what he was most sad about was that he'd abandoned her to those men without any misgivings. It had never entered his head to think of such things. His father's words came back to haunt him, although he'd actually got it wrong. David realized that not once had he attempted to keep other men off his wife. He hadn't needed to because he'd left her to fend for herself against the pressures that he should have known she would be exposed to. He now knew he'd failed her on so many levels, and now he was sure he'd lost her, if the smile on the face of the man who had followed Anna outside and had just climbed into her car was anything to go by. David was sure it was the smile of a man that had just fucked the most beautiful girl in the world. His stomach dropped leaving an empty void behind as he watched them drive away before slowly climbing out of his car and walking across the street to their home. Would he still be calling it that later? He entered and looked around before reluctantly climbing the stairs. Each step was self-inflicted torture as it brought him nearer to his eventual ruination. He paused at the doorway to their bedroom barely daring to go inside. He saw the covers had been pulled over the bed, but his heart was already sinking before he stepped forward to remove them. The bed had not been made properly. He was struggling to breathe as he reached out a hand, taking a firm hold of the sheets and pulled them back. He began sobbing immediately before stumbling in his rush to get out of the room, holding back the surge of nausea and fighting back the tears. The cum-soaked sheets bore testimony to a morning of passion. His wife was his no more. She had been fucked by another man. He stumbled down the stairs and rushed out the house, still fighting back his tears that would surely come soon. He drove in a daze before finding himself at a bar out of town. He parked up and entered and got himself a beer with a whiskey chaser. Where had it all gone wrong? David was sitting in a quiet corner of the bar and nursing his second round of drinks, the first having been knocked back immediately. With time to reflect and still reeling from the shock of his wife's betrayal, 
he began to try to reconcile the decisions that both he and Anna had made in their early life together. They decided right from the start of their relationship that their time together at home was more important to them than anything else. It became taboo to talk about work. Home life was sacrosanct. Their time spent together was too precious to waste talking about their jobs. They had so many things to do and enjoy as a young couple that they kept the two apart as totally different components. For David it was easy. He was employed by his father but he never mentioned the other people that on a daily basis wandered in and out of his working life. Yes, they did discuss Anna's job but only in generalities. She never told him about her work colleagues in any detail and he never wanted to know. And old man Mackenzie had been such a tightwad that staff parties were only something that other companies had. How foolish that idea had been, looking back now. The naivety and stupidity of youth. Their working lives and the people within that environment were important. It was a major part of their everyday existence, so how could it not be? It was part and parcel of their growing into adulthood, contributing to the shaping of their characters. And now the frailty of that insular relationship had been exposed, stripped bare, and now perhaps ultimately ruined for good by base human nature. Kendra Dean. Of course it all made perfect sense now that he knew she was involved. Hindsight was a wonderful thing, but all of this could have been prevented from the very start. And when the problem began, why hadn't he thought to find out who Anna's co-workers were? He knew he and Anna had a policy about not taking work home with them, but still they should share at least some basic information about their co-workers. Kendra Dean. But why now? David's thoughts drifted back to Kendra and to their brief but inevitably doomed relationship. A relationship so short-lived and so embarrassing to him that he never thought to mention it to Anna. Besides it had been in the past, so what did it matter? Did couples have to reveal to each other every intimate detail of past alliances? He never bothered to quiz Anna on her love life before they met. He was already in his junior year when Anna had entered the college as a freshman, although at that time he didn't know her. He was already a good two years older than his peers having been forced to work for the family business straight from high school due to his father's ill health. Once his father was deemed fit enough to resume working, David had enrolled at the nearby college to complete his education. Being good-looking with a touch of humility and shyness seemed to make him an attractive and desirable guy to the ladies on campus and got him a lot of attention. But his introverted demeanor became a massive problem and made him socially awkward and clumsy around girls. Coupled with that, his overwhelming drive to catch up on his studying to make up the lost time meant that he wasn't able to form a relationship with any female in those early years. All this changed one night when he was introduced to the spitball of energy that was Kendra Dean. He'd graduated nearly two years previously and had thrown himself into learning as much about business, and in particular the family concern, as he could. Much to his mother's dismay in all that time he had never seriously dated. Sure he'd gone on the occasional evening out with a female friend but there never seemed to be anyone that could be described as a girlfriend. Secretly his mother was being to harbor thoughts that her lovely son was gay. All the handsome men are gay according to the Robbie Williams song Supreme, that all changed with Kendra. She was older than him, around thirty years of age and already an experienced seductress used to getting what she wanted. He, on the other hand, was still an immature man even at the ripe old age of twenty-six, but she had him on their first date and then instantly took control of his life. The relationship was a torrid mix of extreme highs and severe depressing lows. 
It was apparent to David's mother that Kendra was not right for her son. She had the feeling that she was possibly bipolar as her mood swings were so erratic. It certainly made for a roller coaster ride for the brief time they were together. David eventually called time on their short courtship when she'd gone ballistic again, this time in a restaurant when she accused him of trying to seduce their waitress for the evening, right in front of her. The scene was embarrassing for everyone concerned and at one point the police were nearly called as she threatened to get violent. Much to his surprise and then utter relief, Kendra took her rejection stoically and made no attempt to win him back. In fact David hadn't seen her since, not even in passing. A matter of days later David met Anna at a sorority party and Kendra became consigned to a soon-forgotten memory. Chapter 26 Leaving the bar after his second drink David made his way to a nearby diner and managed to force himself to eat something before making his way back home. He was sitting in the living room when he heard Anna's car pull up in the driveway. He heard the chatter of voices as she opened the door. Just go Jake, please. He heard Anna saying and heard the man reply. Come on Anna, you know you want my cock inside you again. David! She blurted out in shock at seeing him sat there. What are you doing here? He looked at her, his heart nearly breaking. She looked so beautiful. Then he saw the man behind her. He had his hand on her ass. His good intentions of having a reasonable conversation with his wife without getting angry faded in an instant as the image of the cum-stained sheets flashed through his head. I'm sorry. Have I upset your little get-together with your lover? He railed. No, what? Of course not. She replied with a look of abject shock plastered all over her face. Didn't take you long, Anna, did it? He seethed. All that shit you put me through about Alexia. And now I know it was all a smokescreen, setting me up as the patsy so you could cheat on me with him. He stabbed his finger in the direction of Jake, who still had his hand on Anna's ass. He saw his wife's eyes open wide in horror. No, how could you think that? I quite easily as it happens he replied tersely. I think you should leave, David said now ignoring Anna and addressing Jake. He got out of his seat and advanced towards him. Oh right, the husband. You're back, are you? Jake said sneeringly. I think I'll stay if it's all the same to you. No, actually it's not, David replied. He paused for a moment, staring intently at Jake. He felt the surge of adrenaline pulse up through his body. Oh, fuck it he said as he raised an arm, reared back and then propelled himself forward to hit Jake in the face. He felt the satisfying crunch of cartilage as his fist made contact. As I said, I think you should leave. Now! Jake crumpled to the floor, blood pouring from his nose. He looked up at Jake. You bastard! He snapped. I'll have the police on you for that. I'll have you arrested. Breathing hard, David stood over him his fists still clenched. Go ahead, but if you think I'm going to get arrested for that little play slap, think again. Before the police arrive, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, and when I'm done with that, I'm going to cut off your testicles and ram them down your throat. Jake, just go. Anna said, looking at her husband in amazement. He'd hit someone. He'd fought for her. She turned to face her husband. David, save it, Anna, and sit down. I came by earlier and saw the evidence, so I know you've fucked him. He nodded in the general direction of Jake who by now was staggering out the door. 
David watched him all the way down the driveway until he turned out onto the footpath. Anna's stomach flipped over and her heart began to pound in her chest as she made herself move to the sofa, her legs at first refusing to move properly. David, I. I don't know what to say. How about the truth? That's usually a good place to start. He said as he sat down next to her. It's not what you think. It was just five words, but they were probably the worst words anyone would want to hear except for, we have to talk. That's bullshit, Anna. It's precisely what I think. For fuck's sake, give me some credit. I'm not a complete moron. The cum-soaked sheets on our bed tell me what's gone on. I know, I know. She sobbed. I meant that I'm not having an affair and I didn't set you up. It was revenge. I only did it for revenge. After Kendra showed me those photos of you fucking that Alexia, the woman you insisted meant nothing to you in spite of all her texts and phone calls and having her panties in your sports bag, Kendra told me the only way to get back at you was to fuck someone else. And Jake was, was. She stopped when she saw the look on David's face. He was shaking his head in sorrow. Firstly, I did not fuck Alexia, and secondly, if only I'd realized you were working with Kendra, all of this could have been prevented. What do you mean? He didn't reply. David, please talk to me, Anna said with a trembling voice. What do you want me to say? David said quietly. He suddenly felt emotionally exhausted. Do we have a future? Please say we do, please. I don't honestly know. David replied looking at her, the pain clearly visible in his eyes. I'm not sure I will ever be able to get the thought of you fucking another man out of my mind. It just didn't take you long, did it? His anger had once more bubbled to the surface. Something he'd wanted to avoid. Anna began to sob again. I know, I know, and I'm so, so sorry. I have all the reasons in the world to justify my actions, but not one of them can explain why I did what I did. I guess Kendra just pushed all the right buttons telling me revenge was my best option to hurt you back. And Jake had been so understanding and compassionate that I, just don't Anna. David snapped, interrupting her. I don't want to hear it all again. He stood to leave. Please don't go, David. Please stay and talk to me. We need to clear this up, now. David looked at his wife. She looked so vulnerable, so hurt, but then so was he. Two broken people with their emotions shredded and their hearts smashed possibly beyond repair. He sat back down. You said earlier that you wished you'd known I was working with Kendra. Why did you say that? Do you know her? She asked. I do. He exhaled loudly as he nodded his head. I went out with her just before I met you. He saw the look of shock on Anna's face. I'd already dumped her by then. He blurted out hurriedly. We dated for the briefest of times until I realized she possibly had psychotic tendencies. It was like one minute she'd be all over me, kissing and cuddling and in the next she'd be screaming and shouting at me like a wailing banshee. Anna nodded her head. Sounds a lot like the Kendra I knew at work. One minute she'd be friendly, the next she wasn't. So when did your relationship alter with her? David asked. We got on fine to begin with. We were never going to be best friends or anything like that but we got on OK.IT all changed one day, out of the blue when she suddenly announced that she'd been dumped by her boyfriend Donnie on the eve of her wedding. Everyone was amazed as we'd never heard her mention him before. David's stomach clenched. Donnie, are you sure his name was Donnie? 
Yes, why? Anna replied. Did she ever show you a photograph of Donnie? No. As I said, no one at the office even knew she was dating, let alone engaged to be married. Jesus H. Christ. David blasphemed, rubbing his face with his hands. What a fucking mess. What is it, David? Anna asked. Just tell me a bit more first. I know you took photos of Sophie into the office now and again. Did any of them ever have me on them? I don't know. Perhaps, but I'm not sure. Why? I'll get to it. Think, Anna. It's important. When your relationship with Kendra went sour, had you been showing photos of Sophie around the office? Well, I suppose I could have been. I took in a lot of photos from Sophie's birthday party around that time, and maybe there was a shot of you in one of them. Holy fuck. What is it? I'm Donnie. David exclaimed. What do you mean you're Donnie? I've never heard you called that before. Anyway, how could you be? It was a nickname given to me by my mother when I was younger because she thought I looked a bit like a young Donnie Osmond. She eventually dropped it but Kendra for some reason found out about it and used it all the time with me. He shook his head. I can't believe this. We need to go see her. Do you know where she lives? Chapter 27 The drive to Kendra's apartment passed by in silence. Neither David or Anna had the will to talk anymore, not until they'd confronted her. When they arrived it was as if she had been expecting them, although she didn't seem pleased to see them together. Hello, Donnie, she said as she opened the door. Long time no see, you fucking bastard! David grimaced as she scowled at him before staring loathingly at Anna. Can we come in? he said. She opened the door wider as they stepped inside. Take a seat, she said. Want a drink? No thanks, it's not a social call, Kendra. We've come for answers. We need to know why you did this to us? What have we ever done to you? Anna said, fighting back the tears. Oh, quit with the waterworks, Anna, for fuck's sake, growled Kendra. Fuck it, but I hate you. Kendra, please. We need to know, David said. All right, I'll tell you why. She sneered. I never got over the way you dumped me, Donnie. You hurt me so badly, but I guess you didn't realize that back then, did you? David shook his head. You were all over the place, Kendra. Our, whatever it was, was never going to last. And anyway, all that was years ago. Can you hold a grudge that long? Huh. She snorted derisively. I suppose I can. I never got over the way you ended our love affair. I was so upset that I even moved away for a while thinking it would help. And when I came back and got the job at MPMS, I had no idea who S.H.E. was. She glared at Anna as she uttered the last sentence before she continued. You were already grating on my nerves, showing the endless stream of photographs of you and your daughter around the office on an almost daily basis. I'd stopped looking until by accident I saw a photo of Donnie on one of them. I asked who he was and they said it was your husband. You were married to my Donnie. I was so angry and humiliated. But why did you come up with the story about getting married and then being dumped by Donnie? Anna asked. I wanted people to like me. I thought if they saw how unhappy I was they'd pay more attention to me at work instead of you. Everyone was always fawning over you. Oh Anna's so pretty. Oh Anna's so nice. Oh Anna's so charming. 
It made me sick, Kendra said. But that was never true, Anna blurted out. People did like you, did they? Did they really? Kendra interrupted. If that was true, then why didn't I get the new project and the promotion? I was just as capable as you. I knew what it was, of course. You were always so nice and everyone loved you, especially the bosses, which just made my hatred for you grow deeper and deeper. So much so that I longed for the day I could ruin your life. I came up with several ideas as to how I could pull it off but it wasn't until Jake arrived on the scene and I found out he had a reputation for seducing the women he worked with, especially the married ones, that I finally saw the perfect opportunity to gain my revenge. Geez Kendra you really are one fucked up individual, David said. He shook his head and looked over at Anna. She looked as shaken as him. That was until Kendra stuck the knife in a lot deeper. Jake was good, wasn't he, Anna? She exclaimed, changing tack and loving the look of horror that suddenly appeared on Anna's face. You just loved how his big cock felt inside your pussy, didn't you? Kendra looked over at David and smiled at him malevolently. Are you happy that you've found out your wife is a size queen now? That she's just a slut who loves being fucked by someone with a big cock? I know what she did in our house, Kendra. I don't need you to gloat anymore about it. David was trying to remain calm, but his stomach was knotted that tightly he felt sick. Oh, don't I? She exclaimed with glee. So she hasn't told you it was more than just the once then? She saw the look of disquiet come over David and delightedly stuck the knife in deeper and then twisted it. I was an interested voyeur when Jake fucked your goody two-shoes wife multiple times in the office on Friday night and I know he'd fucked her a couple of days before that on your living room sofa the night they worked late. That wasn't long after I showed her the photos of you fucking Alexia. I have to say, it didn't take her long. She was grinning from ear to ear now. And I'm not even going to mention the nights they spent texting each other that eventually led to Jake getting her to masturbate and come for him. The look on Anna's face before she buried her face into her hands told David everything he didn't want to know. Chapter 28 Not knowing what else to do and not wanting to leave Anna at home alone and vulnerable to the possible further attentions of Jake, David took her with him when he went back to the cabin by the lake. They made the best of the rest of the weekend for Sophie's sake. Thankfully his parents asked no questions and were extremely civil towards Anna. On Monday morning David and Anna were ushered into Mr. Mackenzie's office at MP Mess where David informed him about the whole sorry mess and Anna tendered her resignation. It was solely her decision to leave, there was no pressure from David. Secretly he was pleased she'd quit but the choice had to be hers alone and made of her own free will. He didn't want her to come back to blame him a few years down the line that he had forced her into doing something she later regretted. After a brief internal investigation both Kendra and Jake were summarily dismissed for gross misconduct. Despite Anna's pleas for him to come home, David continued to lodge at his friend Craig's home. He was finding it tough to get the images of his beloved wife fucking someone else out of his mind that he still saw his wife when he went to visit his daughter. And it tore him apart every time he left. It was a few weeks later that he agreed to Anna's request that they seek professional help. Did you enjoy it? Was the sex with him good? David quietly asked the question. The couple were on the first appointment with their marriage counselor. It was different. It wasn't you, Anna replied softly.
What kind of an answer is that? David said, his voice rising as he felt his anger bubbling up to the surface. It never seemed to be too far away these days. But he felt the question was more than justified and deserved a better answer. After all isn't it the one thing the man wants to know when they find out their partner has cheated on them? The counselor knew better. He knew that David was searching for that assurance that he was the better man, and because she wouldn't give him a simple yes or no it meant to David that by default he wasn't, that she preferred Jake. The only one I can give. Like I said it was different because it wasn't you. Anna went quiet. She knew David wasn't going to accept that as an answer. For fuck's sake, Anna. Was he bigger than me? Was he better than me? It's a simple question. Is that why you won't answer me? Would you rather have sex with him than me from now on? Have I lost you? No, no, no. Anna broke down and began to sob. Of course he wasn't better than you. I keep on trying to tell you it was different. Why are you not listening to me? Because I'm a man and you've just emasculated me by breaking the oath you swore on our wedding day to love, honor, and cherish me, forsaking all others. That obviously meant nothing to you, did it? David was on a roll. He knew he was being hurtful, but it struck him that whilst she kept telling him Jake was no better she'd stopped short at telling him he wasn't bigger. Jake must have given her more pleasure than he could. My God, she did prefer Jake to him. Was it all over for them? His stomach muscles clenched as he fought back the urge to throw up. He hurt so badly. Anna was sobbing uncontrollably. Why couldn't David see her anguish? Why couldn't he see that cock's size and technique was unimportant? She loved David, not Jake. On all levels. It was David she was supposed to grow old with. Had she now ruined that forever? The counselor had let them have their heads to blow off steam, but it was time to calm it all down. He interrupted and asked them to take their seats. Neither Anna or David had realized that they had both jumped up to confront each other. Their second session a week later was not much better than the first. David was constantly seeking reassurances that Anna was unable to provide. How do I know you won't go off with someone else now? Now that you've experienced the delights of wanton lust, who's not to say you won't want to again? Because I won't, David. That's not who I am. But you say it's who you used to be. And you were with Jake. So how can you say you won't do it again? Because I can make choices. Life is all about choices and I have the right to choose just as you do. And I choose us. My choice is that I want to be with you. I want us to grow old together with our children. I want us to be a family. Yes, I see that. But what about your wild side? Maybe you just repressed it, and now Jake's brought it back to life. There's no knowing what fantasies and desires you might now have. David said. He appeared on the surface to be calm as he spoke, but inside his nerves were jangling. Do you remember what Kendra called me when we went to see her? Anna said to David. She said I was a cock-hungry slut, but she was wrong. I'm not because the only cock I want is yours. She paused to let that statement sink in before she chose her next words carefully. You talk about my wild side and yes, when I was at college and a lot younger I admit I was a bit wild. But that was then and this is now. It was a part of me in the past. I could choose to go there again but I don't want to because I've matured past that. I want us and only us. I don't have the need to be wild again. 
Yes, I admit it resurfaced, but that was only because I thought you cheated on me, but it meant nothing. It isn't what I want from my life. I don't need to have meaningless sex with random men to feel fulfilled. You fulfill me. She was staring intently at David, willing him to understand what she was saying. When we make love or have sex I bask in the afterglow for days afterwards because it was with you, a man I love beyond all others. Sex with Jake was just that. An emotional release that had no depth, no feeling and no emotion. He tapped into my wild side but when it was over I just felt empty and I wanted him to go away. I never, ever feel like that when I'm with you. When we finish I just want to lay beside you forever. Can't you see that? I love you and only you. We're soulmates. Huh. David exclaimed. How can we be soulmates when we know so little about each other? You've kept secrets hidden as I have from you. Maybe Kendra was right about one thing. Maybe the term soulmates is an overblown bag of crap. Well then we need to correct our mistakes. Surely that's what life is about. Making mistakes and learning from them. Growing together as a couple. Overcoming life's obstacles each time one gets in our way. Anna paused and looked at David. He saw the love she had for him radiating all over her face. She was right, of course. All she had said was true. Now if only he could erase the thought of Jake's cock plowing into his wife's body over and over again whilst she screamed out his name in passion then he was sure they'd be fine. On the third session they talked it through once more, starting again at the beginning. The counselor's strategy was to get them both to admit they had made mistakes, that they were both to blame for their current situation. It took a bit of doing as tempers flared, recriminations were sought but eventually it was David that was led first to the light. By this time they were on their sixth session. Look let's agree on one thing Anna, we both made mistakes. It's just that yours were worse than mine. The counselor cringed. That was not what he wanted to hear at this stage of the proceedings. Your blame is bigger than my blame. That's not fair, Anna said loudly. And come to think of it, it's actually your fault. And just how do you work that one out then, Anna? It was only you that cheated, David replied. Maybe so, but if you hadn't have had a relationship with that crazy bitch, none of this would have happened. She retorted, her nostrils flaring, a sure sign to David that she was really pissed with him. I'd like to think that was true, Anna, but the fact remains you slept with Jake. Do you not realize how that makes me feel? My wife, the love of my life thought so little of me that you blindly accepted the word of a woman you work with over your supposed soulmate. I did not accept it blindly as you put it. Those two evil bastards worked on me for weeks, drip-feeding me lies about you, chipping away at my resolve. Even you have to admit those photos were pretty convincing. And just where do you draw the line at cheating? And what actually constitutes it? Is it full vaginal entry followed by orgasm or is it just vaginal entry? But what about fondling another woman's breasts and putting your hand up her skirt and your fingers in her pussy or making her come orally? What about kissing and deep-throating with tongues? Just where do you draw the line, David? Is there a scale from 1 to 10 of the most heinous acts so that we can add up the points to see who committed the worst sins? She paused for breath. Well is there. Damn it, David, answer me, please. David slumped back down in his chair. The counselor looked as shell-shocked as he felt. They were going around in circles, seemingly resolving nothing. 
and at the end of the day, whilst I've admitted my indiscretions and laid myself bare and thrown myself on your mercy, I still have no proof either way of whether you did cheat on me with Alexia. The last statement tore straight through David's heart. She was right. He had no proof. He could tell her to trust him, to believe that he was speaking the truth but he thought they'd pretty much exhausted their supply of that commodity. And the thing was he'd wanted to fuck Alexia so badly and it had taken great willpower to tear himself away from her. In some ways now he wished he had fucked her. You're right, you're right, I can't make you believe me. And at the end of the day I admit I did do the things you saw in the photos. I didn't stick my cock inside her though, although I admit I badly wanted to. As you say it's still cheating. He saw Anna visibly relax and the counselor too. They chatted inanely about minor things until the session was over. Exhausted, they took their leave, rebooking their next session before they left out as they walked to their cars David looked over to his wife. She was looking at him with a look of pure hope. It damn near broke his heart. Fancy a bite to eat? He asked. I'd love to. She replied with a hesitant smile. Not quite as radiant as usual, but they were both under a lot of strain. Do you need to check with your mom about Sophie? Yes. She replied as she pulled out her cell phone. They had a nice meal. True, they were both on edge. It was as if they were on a first date and they edged cautiously around the elephant in the room. A bottle of wine led to a second and before they knew it they were back at home and in the guest bedroom fucking like rabbits. It was raw emotive sex. Nothing tender or loving about it. Well not on David's part dot on an additional private session with the counselor for guidance as to what he, they had done. He later assumed that subconsciously he was trying to reclaim what had been temporarily lost. To reassert his masculinity to expunge Jake from her memory bank, to become once more the alpha male in his relationship with Anna. She for her part that night clung on to him for dear life, not wanting to let him go. David had never been so aroused and he fucked her with so much energy that she had multiple orgasms. Even he managed to come three times before she cried out for him to stop. They cuddled for a while before the dam broke and they both started crying, releasing their pent-up emotions as they held each other close. Chapter 29 Were they cured? Was their relationship back onto the straight and narrow? Were there demons behind them? Of course not, but David soon moved back in with Anna for the sake of little Sophie. She didn't need to see her parents tearing themselves apart so they got on the best they could for her sake. And the first thing he did was buy a new bed and sofa. They continued with their weekly sessions with the counselor and found out more about each other in that time than they ever thought possible. Even for a couple supposedly soulmates they soon realized that they didn't know one other as well as they thought they did. Okay it was more than some people but less than it perhaps should have been. It was tough but every day that went by it got a little bit easier, although there was always the possibility of the odd meltdown, mainly from David. In his darkest moments he wondered if he would ever get the image out of his head of Anna being fucked multiple times by Jake. Was it possible to forgive and forget? David didn't know. He even sought guidance from the counselor that if he couldn't forget but could only suppress the memory, even if it only bubbled back to the surface now and again did that mean that he could never truly forgive Anna? The counselor tried his best to help David but pointed out that only he, David ultimately had that answer. A few weeks after David had moved back into their home Anna announced that she was pregnant.
That caused a temporary flare-up of bad feelings from David but the tests were conclusive and the baby proved to be irrefutably his. Clearly their make-up session when David amazed himself by coming multiple times had done the trick. The only question that remained unanswered was would David and Anna's marriage survive? They were reconciled for now and were working hard to make it work but at the end of the day only time would tell if they would make it out the other end intact. But so far the signs were promising. Epilogue it was around three months after David moved head back in with Anna that he received a text message from an unknown number. There was a brief message that read, very photogenic. Check it out below it was a link to an adult website. David's stomach turned over as he read the message but his hand never wavered as he deleted the message immediately. The following day he bought himself and Anna a new cell phone each. He also changed their email addresses, just in case. The End